Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and The Skim is here to help you cut through the noise. Meet Skim This, a weekly podcast that makes it easier to understand how the news impacts you. We break down the most complicated stories of the week and add context and clarity to answer the questions that are on your mind. Subscribe and listen every Friday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash go independent. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Gals on the Go podcast. My name is Brooke and I'm here without my co-host Danielle today because she is being a true gal on the go, traveling back from Coachella. Um, She just went to the Coachella Music Festival, which we'll hear all about, I'm sure, next week. But this is going to be a solo episode. And I know you guys have like mixed opinions on these. I I feel like some people like love them because you get to hear a little more of like our individual personalities, but then some people are like, really like our dynamic together, which I totally understand. Um, but anyways, nonetheless, today's a solo episode. Pretty exciting. <laughs> I'm so annoying because <laughs> I've literally been saying it all day today, but it's my birthday. It's my 22nd birthday. It's April 15th when I'm recording this podcast. So it's Monday, April 15th. If you're listening to this when it comes out, happy Wednesday. Um, we always post our podcast on Wednesdays. And if you're new to Gals on the Go in general, uh, be sure to subscribe to our show. Stick around. We've been uh, really on the grind recently with the podcast and trying to you know, get out of the box with everything. So um, we're happy to have you guys around. And if you want to keep up with us on our social media, Definitely follow Gals on the Go podcast on Instagram and follow our individual platforms um, at Danielle Carolyn and at Brooke Michio. So we actually started this podcast like we're two friends, essentially. We've been friends like forever. Um, so many years ago. Oh, my gosh. We've been like uncovering all these old photos that we have together from like five, six, seven years ago. So it's like absolutely insane um, that Danielle and I have together. I mean, um, but besides that, we are both actually like YouTubers, like YouTube is our main platform. And then we started this as kind of like a side thing. But now so many people are finding our podcast just from like listening to podcasts, which is so awesome to me. And I'm a big fan of podcasts myself. So it's really, really incredible to see how this community has kind of like grown and changed um, since we started in August. So very exciting. Everything is great. Uh, I hope you guys are all having a great week too. Um, it, it's just like such a weird day because it's like I, it never feels like your birthday. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you wake up and you're like, "Well, I feel older." Like I don't. I, I also particularly don't feel 22. That's a scary freaking age. Like I remember when I first got to college, and I met people that were you know seniors, and I was a freshman. And I was 18 when I first came to college. I remember being like, "Oh crap!" Like I'm so young. I, like I have no life experience. These people are 22, man. Like when I'm 22, I'm gonna like have it all together. Like I'm gonna be that girl. And I guess maybe to outsiders, 
I don't really know what people think of me like around campus and stuff. I always wonder. That's a really good thing. Like addressing, it's kind of like addressing people's assumptions about you, but like addressing, yeah, what people think about you. Um, I wonder what they think because I definitely don't have like it all together by any means. I definitely think I have it together more than some people uh, just because I see, you know, some other seniors around campus. I'm like, wow, you know, at least I don't behave like I'm still a freshman in some regards, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Obviously to each their own. I'm also like, mildly going on a bender perhaps because you know it's the end of college and i'm like having all these realizations i'm like you know what i need to just live it up for the next like three weeks that i am actually here so (laughs) i don't even know my life is all over the place these days but actually in this episode today i'm going to catch you guys up on kind of like my life i'm at like a very different point in my life than danielle is because she is only a sophomore and i'm a senior and i'm graduating college like i said i talk about all the time and I talk about my job search all the time. And a lot of you guys wanted um, to hear more in detail, more in depth, kind of like what the job search process has been like for me, what type of career I'm pursuing, more about my major in general, and uh, all that good stuff. So I figured I would cover all of the bases today in this solo podcast and just have something to direct people to listen to if they're like, what are you doing with the rest of your life? Like, here is kind of the entry phase. And obviously, I don't know what I'm doing with the rest of my life in its entirety. I don't think anybody does. Um, who has their like whole life plan, you know, entirely figured out. Um, I can only speak for the next like few years and like where I'm moving in a few months and like my immediate post-grad plan, which hopefully will, you know, become more of like a life plan, but you know, you don't know where you're going to end up. Like, I don't know where I'll be five years from now. That was a question I got in so many, um, interviews was like, what's your idea? Like five, 10 year plan. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. So <laughs> I don't know how I can tell you like an ideal five, 10 year plan exactly. Um, but I, I would just answer that with like a, Oh, I, I definitely like see myself being a leader in a company. Like I've always been a leader and like on campus and stuff. I'm an Aries that will, <laughs> I didn't say that in the interviews, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like losing my mind. I'm like delusional right now. I'm drinking a Starbucks. Um, what is this? venti iced caramel cloud macchiato because it's my birthday you get a free birthday drink if you're like a rewards member at starbucks so go do it up cheers i love asmr um sip season what am i doing for my birthday well i guess we'll hop into the highlights and lowlights and then i'll talk about what i'm doing for my birthday and everything and then we'll go into the job stuff so yay thank you guys for listening to me today and um i'm so happy to be here woohoo So starting off here with highlights and lowlights. We'll start the lowlight because we'll get that out of the way first. Well, first, there's two. Number one is the FOMO from Missing Coachella, of course. I did this to myself. I knew that it would happen of some degree. Um, originally, I was planning on going to Coachella with Danielle and a bunch of my YouTube friends and um, friends from social media and whatnot. And I had... Um, we had like ticket plans, like through our manager, he was like, I'll like hook you guys up with the tickets. No problem. You just have to like get yourself there and like pay for the hotel and whatnot. And I paid for the hotel. And then I was like looking, I mean, it was like a multifaceted decision for why I didn't want to go to Coachella. It was like a budgetary reason because I am about to be moving to a new city and I am, I mean, this is like a spoiler, I guess, but I'm like going to be living alone. So that was kind of like one factor of my decision um, is just like saving money in general because post-grad life is going to be very expensive. So not looking forward to that particularly, but you know what I mean? And then um, the second half of the decision was just like, I just want to live up the last few weeks of college, like at college, because I could always go to Coachella like next year. I could hopefully take a few days off of work and go to Coachella or like, you know, years from now I can go to Coachella. Like it's Coachella is always going to be there um, or music festivals in general will always be there, but I will never be a college senior again. 
Um, so I mean, I totally willingly made this decision. Like, it's not like I would, there was no reason why I couldn't have gone, but I actually decided probably like a month and a half ago, like, I'm not going to go. No worries. But now after looking at everybody's posts, of course, I feel some sense of FOMO. Like the music looks really good. Um, the lineup isn't like to die for or anything, but I definitely wish I was there and it looks like just such a fun time and I could have had a great time like seeing all my YouTube friends and stuff. It's, it's so weird because like we all keep up with each other on social media, but I don't see them all the time. A lot of them live in different places than I live. So it would have been really cool to catch up with them at all and see them all in one place. But I'm sure that there will be mother, mother, nope, there will be other opportunities in the future. So I'm not really too worried about it. It definitely like sucks though, because everyone obviously documents everything on social media and it's like, oh darn, I wish I could have been there. And um, I saw Danielle was at the Revolve Festival and all that good stuff, but looks like she had a blast. I can't wait to hear more about it. I spoke to her on the phone uh, what was that? Was it Friday morning? No, Saturday morning. And heard all about her adventures and stuff. So I'm really excited to hear the rest of that because uh, it looks like she had a blast. And um, her friend from college, Delaney Free, went with her. I don't want to spoil it because I'm sure she'll talk about it next week. So FOMO is one element. Next element is then on the opposite end of the perspective. Um, I'm trying to determine this. I think I might be like starting to get over the whole college vibe. Like I was at like the, the Stardy on Saturday, which is like Georgia's like biggest day party we do this and i freaking love spring in georgia it's just like the weather is beautiful um it's like a spring party vibe so people go out like in the middle of the day like the party's around like three four you know what i mean so it's like just perfect for me because it's like you wake up at your leisurely pace and you know you slowly get ready meet up with your friends then you go out and like it's not necessarily like a nighttime like rage but it's like i don't know like darties are fun because then you can wear like day clothes and keep it casual and like wear sneakers and like run around and like have fun so I love these every single year. They're just so fun. Um, and it's just it's just so crazy because like I was at this one this year and I was like looking around. And I was like, you know, like I, th- I think I'm ready to be done. Like I, I feel like I've like hit my peak. I'm not going to be one of those people that comes back, like not to knock these people because teach their own. You know, if you think it's really fun, like come back, of course. But there's always like older people that come back that are well graduated. I mean, there were people that were like two, three years out of college that come back for this party. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I think I'm just like kind of getting excited for postgrad life in that regard. So I guess that's like a highlight low light because it's like I am excited for postgrad life. Obviously, I'm getting really, really sentimental about missing my friends. That's going to be like a really, really hard piece of it because my friends are moving all over the place. Maddie's moving to Augusta, Georgia. Mariah's continuing her education for a little bit longer. Um, and then like all, a bunch of my other friends are either going to Atlanta, continuing education further, going to Charlotte, a bunch of other places like all over the map, not n- close anywhere geographically to where I'll be, which is really crazy because I don't know we're like, we don't really have a plan of when we're going to see each other next. Obviously things will come up and I'll hopefully be able to travel and they'll be able to travel to me. We'll make it work and stuff, but it's just, it, that's the weirdest part about it all. Um, so I'm just trying to like cherish these last like few little weeks with my friends and stuff because that's going to be literally the hardest goodbye of my life so not looking forward to that so that's definitely the low light but in positive highlights um it's my birthday i am that annoying girl that absolutely obsesses over her birthday i love it people used to ask me like (laughs) and like sorry i just breathed so loud like um elementary school like middle school people would be like what's your favorite holiday and you know most people answer christmas new year's maybe some people said easter valentine's day whatever it may be mine my birthday (laughs) i am that girl so definitely a big fan of my birthday um not even uh, 21 was definitely like a bigger birthday celebration for me i was at coachella this time last year um celebrating loving it up and then like we had like a party 
or like a celebration, I guess, at school to celebrate my birthday too. Um, I had to combine one with Maddie, who's a, like one of my best friends. So, but today, um, I just have some plans with friends later. We're just like getting dinner and drinks, just a more chill 22nd birthday. But it's been so great because like it's it's almost noon and I've like talked to a bunch of my friends and family today just either on the phone or texting like I think your birthday always makes you reconnect with old people oh not old people not like physically old people but like people from your past um because they reach out and they'll be like happy birthday and it's like oh my gosh it's so good to hear from you I haven't heard from you in forever so just catching up with old friends and then um yeah just spending time with my friends in general yeah I think the prospect of graduating is making me appreciate so much more like spending quality hardcore time with my friends and being with them and being like I don't know just spending time oh my gosh my phone's going off just spending time together in a way where it's like yesterday we watched Game of Thrones we just sat on the couch but I just like truly enjoy my friend's company like I'm just like this is like uh, like I love it and it's like crazy because in a few weeks I won't be able to do that anymore and just sit on my couch have a lazy day and you know make a cheese plate and like we could all just snack speaking of which Game of Thrones was incredible um if you guys don't watch game of thrones i mean i would say try to catch up now if you can because watching it in real time like when it's live and seeing all the like live tweets and like live memes and everything it's a really really great experience so um because i caught up on like i got hbo go and watched everything up until this point and then the new season started yesterday april 14th and it was really good so highly recommend that if you guys aren't in game of thrones into game of thrones try to get into it um i feel like it's just blowing up on social media too like, so many people are starting it because they're like, okay, like, I can't see one more tweet about it because I have so much FOMO. So definitely try to catch up to that. So, yeah, that's it for the highlights and the lowlights. Um, also, I just wanted to thank FabFitFun for sponsoring this podcast today. I've tried FabFitFun. Um, I wonder if you guys have. Let me know. Um, if you don't already know about it, it's actually a seasonal subscription box. It has full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. Uh, the box, this like the spring box that I just got, is absolutely insane. Each season's box has a variety of amazing quality brands. They have like Tarte or like Kate Somerville, um, Anthropology, Free People, and that's just like the start of it. They have absolutely incredible brands. So basically, you get all these products and you get to try them out so it's kind of gives you like a hint into these brands but the best part about it is that it's super affordable so don't miss out because they sell out fast so go to fabfitfun.com and use the code gals10 so you can save ten dollars on your first box which wait for it guys it makes it only 39.99 so once again go to fabfitfun.com use the code gals10 it's like a little treat yourself moment honestly a lot of my friends at college get this one of my roommates tatiana gets this box and she's like it's honestly so worth it because you get these full size products from like incredible brands so definitely check it out i'm a big fan of fabfitfun i've been like promoting them for years and i know danielle's a really big fan of them too so thank you so much for supporting our show fabfitfun we love to have you around all right now let's pop into the pod uh the meat meat and potatoes i literally hate that i just said that i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm like losing my mind today guys i was in one of these moods yesterday we were like in kroger like getting supplies for game of thrones we made like this homemade there's like this dip that they have at Polly's, which is um, like a really, it's like a restaurant bar here. It's called Terrapin Dip. If you live in Athens, you know. If you know, you know. It's like a cream cheese based dip with like ranch seasoning. It sounds weird, but it's so good. And we wanted to recreate it, so we found the recipe online. Anyways, we were bopping around Kroger, and I was in, you know when you get in like those weird like laughing moods with your friends? Like I was just laughing and absolutely everything, like acting like a psycho, like tears pouring from my eyes. And I just feel like that mood kind of continued into today, which is all well and good though, because birthdays bring out the best of me. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so now we'll get into it. The job hunt. So I'm a senior in college. I have, oh my gosh. Can I say it one more time? Please let me say it one more time. But I am a marketing major, if you don't know. So that actually resides in the School of Business here at UGA. I know marketing is kind of like one of those in-between ones where it could kind of be in like the PR school, like in the School of Communications, I guess, sectored more with like PR and advertising. But at Georgia, marketing falls under business, which is what really drew me to major in marketing. I Actually, fun fact, I totally forgot about this until I was like going through my like graduation requirements and it... Um, my advisor was like, oh, are you still pursuing your finance degree? And I was like, w- what? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, like your intended finance degree. And I was like, oh, no, like I came into Georgia as an intended finance major, which just would have never worked at all. I think I switched out like two days into school. I was a very ambitious woman. You don't apply like you. So to get into Georgia, you apply to the university and then you have to apply into most colleges you have to apply into specifically Terry. You applied to that usually like your sophomore, junior year. Uh, I guess, yeah, halfway through your sophomore year, you'd apply. So, but I had like a ton of high school credits, which made me like kind of on track early. I was actually on track to graduate early, but I kind of like pushed things back and I'm so glad I did that. I was not, I would not have been ready to enter the real world last semester. And I know some people do that where they graduate early and then just kind of like hang around college for a semester, but I kind of like having classes and like stuff to keep me busy. Cause if I just had like free days every day, I don't even know what I would do with my time and stuff that would be wild so so yeah marketing major um so i guess if if you don't know last summer i had an internship and i learned a lot from that i kind of talked about that i guess in the episode when we first it was like called like summer catch-up it was like one of our first i think it was our first episode together actually and i worked um at qvc which is a tv retail shopping network um and now they bought out hsn which is like the it was like the second biggest one or whatever. So it's basically like a conglomerate, but I worked specifically for QVC and I did social media for them. And honestly, it was like such an ideal internship for me at the time because I got that big corporate experience. But then I also learned so much about um, kind of my career trajectory. And and I went into that internship thinking for the rest of my life, this is what I want to do. Like I'm good at social media. Obviously I do it for myself. This is what, and this is just what I'm destined to do. Like I was born for this and I quickly learned that that just wasn't, um, the proper path for me. And, um, I mean, my mom even said it. She was, I called her before I said this and she was like, you got to say the line, like so much of an internship is learning what you don't want to do, which I think is, why everybody needs to get an internship before you get a real job i think just launching right into a career is like risky because i think you know just like dipping your toes in the water and kind of learning a little bit also just getting that experience on your resume and under your belt is so important not that i'm like an expert to be speaking here but definitely having that experience on my resume also helped me to get a job like if i didn't have that you know impressive corporate experience on my resume i don't think i would have been able to get these jobs that i applied for and like got and stuff like that so that's just like step number one um but yeah that kind of the the fear behind that because i didn't love what i did and like i was obviously i think everybody who works a job to some extent you're excited for the weekend and excited to get off work but i was like really excited and i i was also probably because i was living in pennsylvania for the summer so i wasn't in a familiar environment i didn't really have like a lot of friends so i would like look forward to either like taking a train back to new york for the weekend or um just like working on youtube stuff like i but i I know that not everybody loves what they do to the sense where it's like, I never want to stop working, which is totally okay. But I, the fear that I have is the fear of like hating my job. So I, I, that's why I took my job search 
process so seriously. I was like, I'm going to like, I, I don't want to accept just like any offer. I really, um, I wanted to do a lot of research, which is what I did. So the job search process basically began for me as soon as I came back from Christmas break. I didn't really do anything that first semester of senior year. Um, I guess you could have. And I know people who were marketing majors that had already accepted even the job that I ended up accepting, they took the job in like October of their senior year. So I could have started applying earlier and stuff, but I just honestly don't think I was ready for it. And I was in some like tougher classes and stuff. So I just didn't like have the time or like energy to really focus on it properly. And I think that the job search does require a lot of focus and um, prioritizing time and stuff because you're going to be really busy with scheduling interviews and you don't want to just like send in like a halfway done cover letter or anything like you really want to take your time and put a lot of care and consideration into the applications because I've noticed for me that's what makes me that's what made me stand out in the um, areas that I did stand out in terms of like where I got offers and whatnot so basically as soon as I came back from Christmas break instead of just hopping into applying for jobs I decided to go for the approach of kind of going for like networking so I scheduled literally a million phone calls with people in all sorts of different careers I'm kind of lucky because from my network of social media I've grown somewhat of a larger network so I reach out to people on LinkedIn or I talk to my parents friends I talk to yeah like I said people that I've known from you to people that I've known from various walks of life and whatever um, people that do YouTube full time. That was kind of like an option on the table for a while. Um, while financially it would be like pretty difficult to do it full time, I'm sure that if I stepped it up enough, I'd be able to make it work. But I was like, do I really want to do that? Um, I kind of went back and forth with my mind in my mind about that. And I, I did like a video on my YouTube about why I don't want YouTube to be my full time job. And basically the moral of the story is just that I don't really want to face burnout. I'm also a really social person. So I feel like I would just lose my mind, like working for myself and like locking myself in my room, like making videos all day. <laughs> like I really want to be like out in the world, like doing things, connecting with people, being with people my own age is a really big thing. And that was a really big factor in my decision in why I chose this career. So we'll get to that. This is, it's a kind of like a story that I'm telling right now. So I scheduled like a million phone calls, had all these. And basically on the phone calls, I would just ask my, my, my roommate circle and they're like, you're always on the phone because I really was for like a good like two months there because I was scheduling phone calls all the time, just hearing about what people like about their job, what they don't like about their job, how they got there, what their first jobs out of college were like, kind of like what their path looked like, like if they're working the same job that they were when they got out of college or, you know, how how the like switch worked from like their first job to their second job and um, just hearing about like what advice that they have to give to someone that's about to graduate because I think I think that uh, like a lot of millennials I know I definitely identify with this like we feel like we know everything like people try to give me advice I'm like yeah yeah like I know I know and I struggle with like accepting advice in certain ways because like I think like I feel like I know everything which is just absolutely not true so this that whole experience led me to believe like there's so much knowledge that I don't have acquired and I feel like getting that proper advice from people who actually know what they're talking about and like understand their career fields and everything is so so invaluable so definitely if I could recommend you to do that do that also I reached out to just general alumni from my school um, I paid for LinkedIn premium which I think is definitely worth it it's like 
20 25 dollars a month or something just do it for a month or two you don't have to do it forever it's definitely a little bit of an investment but i think it's so worth it because you get to send these things called in mails which is basically just like a message and i would message alumni from my school and i had like a little script and I'd be like hey like i'm brooke i am a senior at uga like go dogs see so you went to georgia as well um i just wanted to connect and hear more about your job at xyz company because some people worked at really cool companies i, I noticed some people worked at like um like comm companies in new york at this point i was still kind of like trying to like focus my search on new york i'm originally from long island new york so that was like my main goal i talked about it on a podcast too actually i was like i'm moving to new york with my friend fran which i know i'm so sorry i'm the worst human ever fran um because we determined that this would be like what i was like i'm going to new york <laughs> things change it my life's all over the place right now i had my heart actually set on working in digital marketing that was like my idea my ideal career i was like no i'm gonna do digital like i want to i didn't really want to do social media for a brand i kind of eliminated that at this point but i kind of wanted to do like some sort of some sort of like creative digital job in new york um and then in my like search process i realized that not only is it required that you have like a bajillion years of experience for these roles that i really really wanted but also i was like looking at the requirements of it and it was like all of these certain technical skills that you had to have and i'm really not i'm a creative person in terms of like strategy like big picture thinking um but when it comes to like you know creating graphics or video editing or like more of those like hard skills i really lack in those areas and i decided that i don't want to spend the rest of my life you know like editing pictures or like editing videos for a brand at least at this point i mean who knows where things will go in the future but i, I like editing videos for myself i like you know posting instagram photos for my own brand but I, like I, I just don't really have the passion for it for doing it for another brand even if i absolutely love the company i just don't think that's what's the best path for me at this time so then i i kind of assess my strengths and weaknesses just general like what i see my days looking like and i i quickly realized i don't see myself pursuing digital at this time uh, but then i kind of had a midlife crisis freak out because my you can choose like an emphasis if you're a marketing major here at georgia where you can either choose digital marketing or sales or you could do neither uh, but i did digital of course so then i was like okay well this is great because i don't want to do anything related to digital so we love that but then i kind of like i said assess my strengths and weaknesses and um i talked to even more people and people who know me uh, i talked to one friend who really really helped me her name is Catherine. um her youtube username is Catherine out and she is just the best human ever she gave me such solid sound advice like my conversation with her is one of the most pivotal moments in my job search process i would say um just because she actually works at adobe and she does sales and for the longest time i swore off sales as a career my mom does sales nothing against it like love you mom oh my god the biggest girl boss i know seriously but i i just was like i don't see myself doing that but then i assessed like my strengths and weaknesses in life and just like what i'm good at and i'm honestly super outgoing and social and i do prioritize like relationship building with people um obviously i've like created all these like just general connections that last so then at this point i actually rewrote my cover letter just entirely i was like scrap this all because my cover letter at this point like focused a lot and i would obviously change certain elements for certain companies but i had one cover letter that was more focused on digital like digital jobs so i'd be like i'm super creative like i edit my videos i do all of this stuff um and honestly i was having little success with applying to those jobs anyways like i said you have to have a lot of experience um just because they don't want to hire just like any entry-level college grad but i also didn't really push too hard a lot of these roles also didn't open until 
uh, like later dates, like the applications for those are just now opening more of the like creative jobs versus um, these entry level like sales jobs, which is like something that I'm more so pursuing. Um, the applications have been kind of either like rolling or open for a while. So rewrote my cover letter and switched and um, decided that I wanted to get like super specific about it. So basically I did a lot of research and I was like, okay, I'll do sales. Um, so the role that I, the specific role that I started applying for, it's basically the same role in a bunch of different companies. Like I think companies have just recognized that this is an effective strategy to hire in people right out of college and train them and get them going um, and then kind of like build them up within the companies. So it's called various things at different companies most of the time it's called a business development representative um business development consultant i've heard just consultant sales representative whatever maybe i think i like bdc business development consultant i feel like that just sounds the most put together it definitely sounds better when people ask me what i'm doing i don't like to say sales because i i feel like it's more than sales but i guess maybe technically like if you're looking at the industry as a whole like i'd be like yeah i'm in sales but regardless let's get into it And then I actually decided for culture reasons and just like other reasons in general that I wanted to work in tech, which is so random. (laughs) Uh, I actually got connected with a really awesome girl at Google. um, And I was like, then I kind of had my heart set on Google. I was like, I really want to work here. Um, But then I kind of was like, okay, if I can't do Google, I can do tech in general. So I started applying to other tech companies and um, I was deep in like the application process with a few companies at this time. So applying and I didn't actually get like flown out for any interviews. All of the interviews that I did were um, either via like Skype or like a video chat software or I did them um, via phone. So I didn't actually have to travel anywhere, which is really nice. Some of these companies had representatives on campus, but I like missed them. So they were like, oh, we'll just do video chat anyways. So all as well. Also, at this point, I kind of decided um, at the basically like when I got like deeper into the application process of these companies, um, I realized that New York wasn't an option just because a few of them were in Chicago. Um, a few of them were just in other like Northeast cities. A few of them were in the South. So they were kind of like all over the map and none of them were in New York. So I had to talk to my friend Fran and be like, listen, I have all these great opportunities like with things that I really want to do, but none of them are going to be in New York. So I think that's why, I mean, I definitely jumped the gun with being like, oh, I already have my roommate and everything because I didn't have a job yet at that time, so it's very difficult. But it's weird, though, because then you're insecure about it. You're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where I'm living. I don't know who I'm living with. So I totally jumped the gun on that one by telling everyone who I'm living with and like being like, I'm living with one of my best friends from high school. Woo. But I didn't have a job at the time. So and I didn't want to limit myself to just applying to jobs in New York, because literally the second I started applying to jobs outside of New York, I started actually hearing back and like things started working out much, much better, which isn't that so weird how life works. It's funny how life works like that. So deep in the application process, focused on tech at this point, and um, I guess I can just go ahead and open up um, where I'm working. So I'm actually, I've announced it on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and a few other places, but I never really explained like my thought process behind the application here. So I'm actually, I decided that the best fit for me at this time is to work for Oracle, and I'm doing their class of program, and it's the business development consultant, like I said, role, and I'm actually moving to Boston. The role is in Burlington, Massachusetts, but I'm going to live probably not in like the city of Boston itself. I really, I've been like looking at places online, but I'm going after college basically immediately after graduation we're moving 
well, I'm moving back up home for like a few weeks and then me and my mom, my dad will probably go to Boston and like look around at a bunch of these apartments. I'm going to live alone. I'm probably going to live in a studio. Just it's going to be expensive no matter what. Um, but I definitely am not going to live like center city Boston. So that will be a savings in and of itself. Um, but it's definitely going to be expensive. I decided I do want to live alone at this time just due to, um, the fact of, I don't really know many people in Boston. I know a few people, but I just would much rather live alone for the first year, make friends, and then go from there. I've gotten a bunch of um, future people that I am working with, reaching out, asking me like if I want a roommate and whatnot. And not that I have like really anything against living with coworkers. I think it could be really cool if it works out, but I think if it doesn't work out, it could be really bad too. So I kind of just want to live alone for the first year, meet friends, hopefully find somewhat of a friend group. Not that I'm like desperate to find a friend group. I read like a stupid comment or something that like set me off. It was like, she's just looking for her new friend group. I'm like, honestly, like I love being alone. I definitely want to find friends, of course. I'm not like desperate to find like a friend group per se, but it would be really cool to find friends. I definitely already have a few friends from high school. Um, I have a few friends from YouTube that are already up there, but I am really looking forward to making just completely new friends. And I do want to be friends with my coworkers and then, um, I'm sure that I'll meet lots of people, just young people. And um, one of the things that really drew me to Oracle, number one, it's like an incredibly large company. So there's a lot of room for growth and there's like a, offices literally international. I'm pretty sure it's the number one cloud sales um, technology software. So that's really impressive to be like, yeah, I work for one of the best or the best, whatever it may be, um, which is really exciting. And it's just like such an incredible company. Like whenever I tell people I'm working for Oracle or my parents tell people I'm working for Oracle, they're like, wow, that's really impressive. So that's obviously like a great element of it that, you know, you could just say that you're working for somewhere that's actually like reputable. And then I also like how um, a lot of young people are working for Oracle. Like people, it, this is kind of like a program. So it's what I've heard the biggest buzzwords is it, it's the best transition from college you're going to get with a first job, which is really what I determined what I'm looking for. While I am ready to graduate, I'm not ready to work with people that are significantly older than me and more, way more advanced in their field. Like I definitely want that easy transition from college. This way I can kind of like get my foot in the door in terms of working and it's not like such a huge drastic adjustment. Also, I've heard that the train is really comprehensive which is really nice because I'll be able to like be fully educated on the products that I'm selling and like the services and whatnot uh, so that's kind of cool so I can't believe it I'm moving to Boston you guys this is it never was something that I like pictured or considered I was never like anti-Boston by any means uh, but this opportunity just kind of came up and then I compared it I did have another offer which um I could just say the company, I guess. It's not really that big of a deal. I received an offer from Groupon, um, which I really consider too. It's an amazing company, obviously. It's basically, like I said, the same role with the exception that um, the role of Groupon, I'd be selling to more local businesses. So I would be doing more of like a cold calling role um, in terms of reaching out to local businesses and selling them on Groupon as a marketing platform versus with Oracle, I'll be reaching out to um more larger businesses and selling like the tech services, I guess, essentially. Um, and it's less of like, I don't really know yet. I'm still trying to figure this out, but from who I've spoken to at both companies, it's less of like a cold calling role and more of like a, let's build a relationship role. Um, and you know, using various forms of communication to do that with them. So very exciting. Um, I was also deep in the application process with a few other companies. And I kind of just called it quits because I was like, you know, like I'm done. Like I, I'm so excited about this job. Right when I got the offer, I was super excited about it. I knew I, I kind of, it took me like, 
two weeks they gave me the offer and then it took me a week and a half they gave me two weeks to accept but then i took the week and a half to kind of like determine um if it was definitely the best fit for me and everything and it definitely it definitely is i really feel obviously you can't be 100 percent sure on any decision like i said i do have that fear in the back oh my gosh my bones <laughs> i definitely have that fear in the back of my mind like okay hopefully it works out hopefully it doesn't like you know things don't go like astray or whatever uh, but I do feel pretty confident with this decision and just I've spoken to a lot of people who work there a lot of people that have done this specific program a lot of people who still work there which I think is really really important and crucial um, so I feel I do feel good about this decision so I'm excited I guess the moral of the story of all of this is that it's gonna work out I like was it, oh my god I was so stressed at the beginning of this semester or if you would have told me freshman year that I'd be working this job post-college and that I'd have a job at this point post-college like I would have been like you're just that's just absolutely you're you're just not correct like no um so it just goes to show you that everything does work out for a reason so just work hard and focus and like put out those I mean I'm not gonna say like obviously I worked for this it's not like the opportunity just like fell in my lap and it's like here you go here's a job like it jobs don't work that way so I would just say like get really focused and you know focus on yourself and it's it's cool to see like I hate to be like hard work pays off, but like it actually is cool to see that um, my education and um, these years that I've put into it work are paying off. And I think it's really cool that I'll be able to do my job and um, hopefully still maintain a side hustle. I've heard that the work life balance is really great and that hopefully like over my lunch breaks and stuff, I'll be able to, you know, do a little work for YouTube or for the gals on go or for whatever my side projects at the time may be. Um, and I think that it will only make me work harder on the side projects because I'll treat them more of like as like a creative outlet which was my biggest fear in making my social media a job is that I would lose like all the creative drive and like energy that I put towards it. Not that my videos are like super creative by any means, but I would just had that fear. I was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, treat it like a job. And I I don't necessarily know if treating it like a job is the best case scenario for me at this time. So I'm really excited. I, it's definitely, like I said, something so different than what I pictured myself doing, but I think that's totally okay. And we're all still all figuring it out. I hope things work out. I hope, like I said, I hope I'm making the right decision. I feel really confident with it, but I'll never truly know. So obviously you guys will have to follow me on my socials to keep up. Oh, I didn't even say my start date. I'm starting June 24th, which is so soon. <laughs> it's like two months away. Okay. So I'm graduating on May 10th. Congrats to all of my other fellow seniors who are graduating. I also don't mean to stress people out too. If you're listening to this and you're a senior and you don't have a job, like don't feel stressed at all. Everybody's timeline's different. I was fully prepared to graduate college without a job and things just kind of happened to like work out like faster. So I'm graduating May 10th and then driving home, moving all my furniture home, and then going to Boston, checking out some places. Then I think the following weekend I'm taking a trip. And then I'm going on a little weekend trip with my high school friends. And then Danielle and I are doing a trip. And then I start work like pretty much right after that. So wild. Things are about to be wild these next few months, but I'm freaking excited about it. All, all is well. I asked you guys on the Gals on the Go podcast Instagram to submit your questions and just see what is up. And uh, yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So go follow Gals on the Go podcast. Follow me personally if you if you don't mind it's my 22nd birthday you guys all i want for my birthday is you to follow me on instagram it's just at brooke michio b-r-o-o-k-e-m-i-c-c-i-o how much of your stuff are you bringing to boston like clothing wise belonging wise great question so originally we were going to when i was planning on moving to new york um 
I wasn't going to be moving to New York until August, September time. So like I still had a while and we were going to actually just sell all my furniture here and just start anew. Um, but that's not the plan anymore. We're bringing everything with me. So I have a desk, a dresser, a side table, a bed, a mattress, and just a bunch of like decor. And I'm going to be bringing that all with me to Boston. Just, I mean, honestly, yeah, we have to get a U-Haul and like bring it all back up to New York, but we're going to be saving money then because I don't have to buy furniture, which is so nice and a big savings, at least for my bedroom. Um, and I have a rug and stuff like that. So and then clothing wise, I've been trying to sell a bunch of my clothes on Poshmark, really utilizing that as a tool to like clean out my life and make some extra money. I've been really big on the saving money grind recently, which probably isn't very evident in the amount of like coffee and other random things that I buy, but I actually have been. I've been really conscious about it. I've been shopping like not at all. I can't even recall the last time that I like bought. I guess I bought like a grad dress for grad pictures on Lulu's, but I really haven't been shopping at all recently just because trying to save money for this big move and it's been really paying off i've been like seeing my savings account grow and i'm really proud of myself for that so bringing all the clothes that i still have that i haven't sold for sure and then i do need to go shopping for a more not professional wardrobe because the dress code from what i've talked to is like it's i guess it would be like a business casual people wear like you know like um like a patterned business pant with like a booty and like a turtleneck in the winter um so i guess in the summer you know like a blazer and like maybe a pant would be appropriate but it doesn't have to be like a suit per se so i guess just like i need more like business tops business pants maybe some like more appropriate business skirts because i do have i have like the extremity of like suits and like professional business shoes but then i don't really have that like in between dressiness and then i have like really casual not like casual but like more like college going out clothes which i just i feel like it's about time that i sell those and you know move on to the next phase of my life which is really sad but i feel like i'm at that point what are you looking forward to most post-grad um I'm excited to live in Boston, honestly. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to exploring a new city. I've never really lived in a city. So that this will be the first time in my life. I, I guess I won't be living like center city or anything, but I've never really lived even in like close proximity to a city. Growing up on Long Island, I was still an hour away from the city. Um coming to college in Athens. I would I would say Athens is a city, but it's it, at the end of the day, it's a college town. It's not really a city. So I'm looking forward to being in close proximity to a city with so much to do. I feel like I won't run out of things to do in Boston. And just, I am looking forward to making new friends. Um, I, I'm like outgoing enough that I like making new friends. I definitely love being alone though. Like after a big weekend, like I love my alone time and I'm definitely introverted in that sense. Like, so if I go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night, like the next day, I like to definitely chill by myself and like do my own thing. But at the same time, I'm totally cool to make a lot of friends and be super social the first few months that I'm there because I think that will be important. It's like college round two, honestly, because it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's like making another first impression and like all that stuff. Okay. These people asked to explain exactly what I'll be doing in Oracle. Um, so basically as a business development consultant, as far as I know, I'm like the first line of defense in terms of reaching out to new clients. So I'll be reaching out, um, doing my research on... Um, prospective clients and like pitching oracle as a business solution to make their business better so um i don't really know the, the details yet of all of that but i mean i think that it's just basically entry-level sales and it's just what every um entry-level salesperson does at their company so it's kind of like just how you start in the company if you're doing sales are you sad you aren't moving to new york after wanting to for so long um 
not not really i mean honestly like i feel like everything happens for a reason and this opportunity was kind of presented to me for a reason and yeah i'm not necessarily particularly like so so sad about it um i think i'll end up in new york at some point who knows when but i think boston will be a really great city to start off with post-grad so we'll see where life takes me from there are you how are you girl are you happy I love these questions because, you know, no one really asks you that stuff. Uh, like, like, how often do people genuinely ask you, like, how are you? Are you happy? And honestly, I'm doing really, really well. I go through, like, <laughs> such extreme emotions and, like, the breaking of my wrist really, really put me through it. But besides that, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. So many questions about the type of vibe or the color scheme for my new apartment, which are things that I really haven't thought of. Like I said, I'm going to be using all the same like bedroom furniture and like same rug and stuff, um, hopefully as long as it all fits. So my vibe right now in my room is like white with like a blush pink and like neutrals. So probably we'll just stick to that in my bedroom. Honestly, I like I love this color scheme, so nothing against it. And then I definitely probably will stick to like neutrals in the kitchen too. I love like white, but I don't know. I don't know like the aesthetic of like my kitchen or anything yet because I don't I, I don't have a place yet um like I said unfortunately but um the area of Boston that I am looking at though a lot right now is Cambridge I have not um I, w- I went to Boston like two years ago with my family but I haven't been since obviously and I'm not going until I graduate so I'm not physically signing anything until then but like I said the goal is to live in a studio apartment in um one area like that so hopefully cambridge we shall see um are you living by yourself next year yes i am definitely decided that what will you do without danny i don't know oh my gosh i know that's another thing so it's like leaving my friends but also danielle um it's weird it's different for danielle just because we've only been in school together for two years i feel like and we we truly are like we always do see each other no matter what like over summers and stuff so i haven't even really like thought about that whole element of it um we are going to make it work with the podcast we figured out how we could skype and do it together so we are all good things will be great for gals on the go and i think she's really excited to come up and visit me and stuff like that so yeah reaction to game of thrones season eight episode one (laughs) definitely a lot of build up there i think the next few weeks are going to be like epic they needed to build it all up you know i think everyone was expecting like oh who's gonna die in the first episode it's like they can't kill off people yet like they need a little bit of setup so i I thought it was good in that sense and a lot of the reuniting i'm not giving anything away but a lot of like the characters reuniting that haven't technically quote quote seen each other since like season one or season three pretty cool Oh my gosh, Miss Hannah Ashton. Hey, biggest transformation you've seen in yourself throughout college? That's a really great question. Um, I think I think I've just matured and grown up in a lot of ways. I think about the way that I thought about so many things freshman year versus now. I just think that I've gained a much more mature sense of things, just a better sense of reality, better grasp of reality too. Um, and just realizing, you know, what things are worth it to either fight for or what things are worth it to, you know, make a big deal of versus just like moving on, learning how to be a better friend, learning how to be a better family member. Like just I've grown a lot as a person. I think other people have noticed that as well. So I work on myself every single day. Obviously, it's never going to be perfect, but interesting um tips on getting your first internship foot in the door so i actually did an internship before qvc i worked for coffee and clothes which was like a low like a not local but it's in new york and it's like an instagram account basically turned 
pop-up shop now that's what they're doing they kind of like partner with brands and do like little pop-up shops but it's also just a brand in and of itself and i think it's important to get an internship like that so that i literally got by just like sending in my resume and like blindly applying um so sometimes it takes doing not that that's like a smaller internship but i guess it is in the scheme of life so sometimes it takes doing one of those like quote quote smaller internships to kind of build yourself up and um get to like a place of doing like a bigger more corporate internship so i think it's all about building up your experience you know whether it could be uh, not everybody obviously has the opportunity to work for like a, a friend or a family member or something but even if it's doing something more local in your town or your college town just to build up your resume i think that's really important and important to remember because having nothing on your resume like having something on your resume is better than having nothing and i know for example like qvc you have to have a prior internship to get the internship there so just by having the one in coffee and clothes like definitely helped me get the one at qvc and then having my experience at qvc helped me get my job at oracle so definitely interesting to keep that all in mind um how excited are you for the summer i'm excited very excited to graduate and just like not have to deal with school anymore like i said and then like the summer like oh my gosh it's gonna be really fun but then like i said june 24th start work so it's not gonna be like too wild of a summer like in previous summers i guess i've been working now for a while for a few summers now yeah so i haven't had like a true summer since like freshman into sophomore year hardest part about having a cast ps feel better thank you um so yeah i only have two weeks left with a cast you guys uh from breaking my wrist which is really exciting i've just been getting my hair done which is definitely something that i would recommend to anybody who breaks their wrist because the hardest part is showering and specifically washing your hair i just put a plastic bag over and i just really try not to touch this arm with the exception of like when i have to use it to shave and do other things like that like clean my body but i just try not to like use it too too much and not to get the cast wet so i would say showering is the hardest part but getting my hair done definitely makes that a little bit easier because then i just have to body shower and like shave and do all that stuff um and other than that i guess like the handwriting elements getting easier just like general like it just like gets in the way like i'm wearing like a longer sleeve sweatshirt today and it's like really like tight and kind of uncomfortable on it so it's just like little things like that where it's like eh, it's annoying but like I said, only two more weeks. So that's good. But it is honestly such a great conversation starter. I meet people, like I've been meeting people just all around campus. They did a new hires event for my job. So they brought in everybody that got hired um, for this company and like got us all food and stuff and like, I don't know, drinks, whatever. They didn't pay for the drinks, but you know. And um, everyone was asking me about my cast. Like it was such a, it was such a good conversation starter. <laughs> Not that it, I'm just trying to see it as like one positive of it, you know. Um, how to make every day a good day i think it's all about like the mood you're in when you wake up I try, when you wake up it's all about like starting the day and like a positive mindset positive mood whatever that may be um when i get in really like bad moods of life i try to implement practicing gratitude again so just like reminding myself things i'm thankful for like my friends my family my health my um education whatever it may be um i think just grounding yourself and reminding yourself like how blessed you are to live the life you are and obviously everyone's situations are different but i'm sure that you can pick out a few things in your life that you are particularly thankful for um even if that's super small and just like i have a roof over my head or i have the ability to you know get an education whatever it may be i know everyone's circumstances are different um but just yeah reminding yourself of like the little things in life and learning to appreciate the little things definitely helps make every day a good day and just 
like I said, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll be like bitter in the morning and my roommates are like, why are you in like a bad mood? And then I have to remind myself like, oh my gosh, I like, I literally don't know why I'm in a bad mood. I have no reason to be in a bad mood. Life is good. Everything is okay. So I think it's just about putting things into perspective too. Um, that, you know, you're good. <laughs> um, how far are you going to be from your roommates next year? Like I said, the closest ones are going to be in well, I guess Maddie and Alicia don't know where they are yet. I have one going to Charlotte and then one going to Augusta. And then two don't know. They're like still in school, so they don't know yet. Oh my gosh. But they're going to be pretty far away. So it's going to be very, very different than this year. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, I hope that you guys learned a little bit more about me and like my career path. I think it'll be really cool to hear, you know, in the future of Gals on the Go, Danielle giving her perspective as a college student, mine as a young working professional. And I don't know where my life is headed. I'm really excited about it. I hope I'm making all the right decisions. Obviously, um, if you're going to be in the Boston area, hit me up. Like I said, I'm going to be living alone, but I've gotten, oh my gosh, I've gotten such cute messages too from Gals on the Go listeners like, hey, we need a third roommate, <laughs> which I'm totally would be down, but I'm just going to go ahead and um, do my own thing in the beginning here very independent gal and i think that that's all for now i love you guys so so much very excited to be back at it with danielle next week and hear all about coachella and the fun adventures that she went on this past weekend and the celebrity sightings oh my gosh pumped and um thank you guys for being with me on my birthday this is so exciting and like special that we got to kind of spend time together um, I feel like I'm like chatting with my friends right now. So thank you for all being my friends and being supportive. Love you guys all so much. And I'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is AJ Benza. And I'm happy to announce that my show, Fame is a Bitch, is now on Podcast One. I'm going to bring you my unfiltered opinions on the biggest stories in pop culture. Download new episodes of Fame is a Bitch three times a week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and The Skim is here to help you cut through the noise. Meet Skim This, a weekly podcast that makes it easier to understand how the news impacts you. We break down the most complicated stories of the week and add context and clarity to answer the questions that are on your mind. Subscribe and listen every Friday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.